Hi all, I'm Cullen Haynes and welcome to Law Live. My next guest is an absolute timeless gem in the industries of both law and legal education. Um, Seven to eight years previously working with the College of Law, has a PhD and got his JD from um, the University of New York. Would you please make... Very, very welcome, Dr. John McGill, who's going to talk about personal branding and becoming a legal legend on LinkedIn. Welcome, John. Thank you so much for joining Law Live. Uh, Thank you, Colin. I love being here. This is going to be so much fun. We were talking offline. This is the first time you've done something like this. And I, I believe you're like me, the school of life. It's all about stretching your own boundaries. That's the best part about this. This has been, you know, for the this whole LinkedIn experience, um, once you throw yourself into the deep end, has all about um, getting outside of those comfort zones, stretching yourself, doing the things that scare you. Um, one of my favorite little quotes is, um, what would you do if you weren't afraid? Uh, and that opens up an entire world of possibilities. Um, that's from the book, Who, Who Moved My Cheese? Uh, oh, Who Moved the, My that, Cheese? I love that book. Yeah, I love that book. It's the only thing that I remember from that book. <laughs> But it's the best part about that that book. So, yeah, what would you do if you weren't afraid? That is fantastic. And for anyone joining, please put your burning questions to uh, Dr. McGill right now. The time is now 12.32 in uh, Sydney, the 7th of December. We are live. We're in real time. Put your questions in. Um, and in a world where coaches and educators for lawyers are a dime a dozen. I can tell you that this man um, has legal backing, a doctorate behind him, and what you want to hear from him, it will be valuable today. So please listen, tune in and put your questions. But first question there, John, what is happening in your world, sir? Yeah, thanks for asking, Cullen. Um, Very exciting times as it is for everyone right now. This is a very busy time. So my clients right now are all uh, jumping out of their skin and uh, trying to get a thousand things done at once. So one of my my jobs is really to help them kind of kind of chill out a bit and focus and narrow on what what really needs to be done. Um, I can easily see how people spin themselves out trying to get too many things done at once. So um, I'm really focused on helping my clients with their personal branding, um, the strategy that they have on LinkedIn, and working on their business development funnel. I'm also uh, creating content, resources, and courses for LinkedIn, which is very exciting. Like I said, it's a, it's a continual journey for me of learning new things, applying it to myself, and teaching it to others, backed up with all the other experience that I've had. And then in my personal life, I've been working with a personal trainer. I damaged my right knee a couple of years ago, so I'm working with a trainer to help fix, fix that leg. I've decided to put myself into an acting camp at NIDA in January. I'm going to take two weeks to work on my one of my passions which is acting and then bring that into my work and my and my other focus is always my two loves in my life playing lots of tennis and playing with my little two chihuahua puppies uh Nettie and Seeley and the fact that I get to say their names live um sharing it with the world can't can't be more exciting than that <laughs> shout out to Nettie and Seeley and can you please illuminate <laughs> us where did you get the names from my friend uh, Nettie and Celia are the names of the sisters from The Color Purple. 
and uh, and I thought uh, my girls should have some some links to my uh, African American background. So that's where the even though they're purely Australian chihuahuas. <laughs> oh, I love that. That is fantastic, my friend. And um, obviously, the title is becoming a um, legal legend on LinkedIn. Um, what is the biggest business development challenge you find for lawyers out there, my friend? Well, really, it's it's throwing themselves into business development. Um, and, you know, lawyers, uh, we talk about it all the time. And it's something, um, you know, when I was at the College of Law that we talked about all the time, lawyers went to law school to be lawyers. They didn't go to business school. They didn't go to become business people. And they find themselves out in the world um, where one of the primary things that they have to do is get clients. A lot of lawyers, not all yes. lawyers, but but most lawyers to grow their career they're responsible for um, building up their clients and no one teaches them how to do that. <laughs> they have to learn on the job, learn from experienced people. There really aren't too many classes in law school that teach you how to do that. So it's a, it's an entirely mysterious field. It's tied up with sales and marketing and uh, it's, it's one that a lot of lawyers struggle with. And all the traditional means of business development, um, you know, over the years have been uh, getting into networks, going to conferences, handing out your business cards, uh, going on the golf course, or having having lists handed to you from more experienced lawyers who are passing down their lists towards you. Um, and look, there's a there's that works for a lot of people. A lot of people get left out of that as well. So. One of the things that I've been looking at is how can how can business development be done differently and in ways that are more equitable for everyone, and that's been a bit of a passion of mine. I love that, and um, what I'm endeared by what you're saying, and I hear it all the time, is um, lawyers are technically competent; they're taught about the law at university, but no one ever teaches anyone how to run a business. Um, personal branding sales is a dirty word no one wants to talk about yeah. um and and it's that whole adage of when you're out of the big law and you're um working on your brief what are you doing to generate the next one um and my dear friend alistair marshall talks about this you've got to be generating that interest in what you do because no one will flow you unless they know you um and it's not as much as I love and we're connected with some pretty um, cool and interesting people. It is not who, you know, it is who knows you when they Absolutely. think about you and your business. And we've all yeah. been to the barbecue where you talk to Jeff and Jeff has said, Oh, I, I used a broker last week and I refinanced and it hurts. And you're like, Jeff, you know, I'm a broker. You know, I could have helped you. What, yeah. what are you doing? And, um, and I think people, and I got that from Macquarie and um, Nicholas Moore used to say, if you're not proud to tell people what you do, your friends and family, you might be in the wrong thing um, yeah. because you don't want to be cagey about it. And I'd love to talk about personal branding from the aspect, yeah. what can lawyers do to really boost their personal brand um, and put themselves out there in an industry where maybe, especially in Australia with tall poppies, it is not um, the um, accepted or supported thing to do yet. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's a really interesting thing. It's, it's funny, I've looked at hundreds of lawyers profiles on LinkedIn. And that's what, what I think about. Every lawyer has a LinkedIn profile and no one's using them. 
they are they are bare minimum. Uh, it's just the facts, ma'am. Um, and uh, it's a it's an underutilized resource that they're missing out on. And again, I think it's partially because lawyers are unsure of how to use it. And then the other thing is fitting with lawyers' personalities. We don't like making mistakes. We like to be no. the experts that everyone comes to um, and making mistakes, that doesn't help our personal brand. And so to go into places and areas where we're not 100% comfortable, where we don't know exactly, and where the common encouragement now is, it's okay to be imperfect on online. That's authentic. That's real. You know, like the idea that we're these perfect people that say the right things and do the right things all the time, impossible. Stop trying the pretense. Be you. Now, with that said, of course, you can't be too incompetent because the main things that your personal brand must do is it has to communicate that you are competent, that you are credible, and one that I add, that you are kind or you're compassionate. That's what people are looking for from whoever they want to do business with. There's the, mm. the other way is that they want to do business with people that they know, like, and trust. And know, mm. like, and trust is all about competency, credibility, and compassion and kindness. So how do lawyers bring that out? Um, how do they show it? It's really interesting because there aren't too many other opportunities for lawyers to do that. One of the things um, I found this research looking at uh, legal marketing, you'd be surprised at the number of, of firms that don't talk about their lawyers and don't have their lawyers express their personalities through the websites. So how else will people learn about who you are? And here's the other bit that's, that's quite interesting. Anyone that hears your name is going to look you up online. And they're going to try to find you in two ways. They're going to try to find you through Google, and they're going to try to find you through LinkedIn. They're going to try to discover as much as they can about you because they are entrusting you with sacred stuff. You know, either sacred personal information, sacred business information, and a good deal of money. They don't want to give that to anyone, even if they've been referred to you. So they want to validate who you are. Can you do the job? Do people say nice things about you? And will you be nice and kind and caring and look after them? Or will you be a jerk? <laughs> and that's what people don't want. Now, some people might say, I want that bulldog lawyer who will definitely win for me. And that's an attitude that you know, works for some, but it's also one that's a little bit antiquated. We've moved a bit beyond that because lots of lawyers have discovered how they can be incredibly successful and be collaborative, work together, still be kind, still be respectful. All the things that, um, you know, the negative stereotypes that are out there about lawyers are some of the things that, that we still have to actively combat. When I worked uh, as the executive director of the College of Law, I had thousands of lawyers come through and do the master's program and our professional development programs. And one of the things that I was always amazed at is anytime you encounter lawyers in an educational setting, whether they're teaching or they're learning, 
their personalities in my mind are somewhat different than their pure work personality. They are open, curious, kind, helpful, so giving. So many lawyers take time out of their day to teach other lawyers um, and are invested in them getting better, improving, and learning from their experience in a, in a true and genuine way. And that, that was one of the great joys. That part of lawyers that they all have in them, I think gets hidden from a lot of clients and it definitely is hidden from the media. That's not how lawyers are portrayed. They're portrayed as sharks. They're portrayed as cruel. They're portrayed as emotionless um, beings. And they're not that way. So personal branding really is about your reputation and bringing that to life in a curated way. And I think that's important as well, because as much as there is talk about authenticity, you want to be who you are, but I can assure you that who you are with your colleagues um, is quite different than who you are with your kids, with your parents, with the different people in your life, with your, with your best friends um, in different environments. So you wanna be truthful to who you are in, in the relationship and in the respect of business and the work that you're doing. And that's what, you know, ideally you'd want lawyers to be able to bring out. And LinkedIn is the perfect vehicle to, to bring it out in because it has all the tools set up for you to showcase who you are as well as to share what you have to give to others. No, I'm really endeared by what you're saying there, John. And so is a lot of people who are tuning in all over the world. We got um, Mozanil Hoke, um, income tax consultant, who says he's watching from Bangladesh. Thank you, Mozanil. We got Sam Su coming in from Indonesia. Tedamakasi, um, great program. And thank you for sharing, Cullen. We've got Mina, solicitor and powerhouse in his own right. Um, here in Australia saying hello. And we've also got uh, Christopher Lubwama all the way from Uganda saying, Dr. John Kudos, I am watching. Thank you so much, Christopher. And I believe the term is Gombale Ko in Uganda. So hope all is well. And um, <laughs> Samsu says, uh, must be a great innovation in law application for better judgment in the digital area. So thanks for that, my friend. Um, I've also got another question. Mina says, sometimes we have to appear emotional in order to remain objective and not get too involved in a client's matter and take it personally. Before we get into the evolution of LinkedIn, which I know is an important topic, how do you um, respond to what Mina is talking to here, John? Well, clearly we have, to, we have to manage our emotions and that's just emotional intelligence, which everyone has to um, operate in that space of managing your emotions to, to the best degree. At the same time, we are human. You know, you're, you're going to experience negative emotions. You're going to experience positive emotions. The idea is that you use your emotions in a constructive way to lead you towards whatever objective you're trying to achieve. And if you can have that self-awareness and the self-reflection to recognize that sometimes your emotions might be throwing you off course or negatively impacting others, then it's on you to start to learn some ways and behaviors of how you can moderate um, those emotions. When I was doing my PhD, which is in, uh, in business and executive coaching, one of the easiest and best techniques that you can use to manage, especially negative emotions, is to actually call out that emotion. 
So if you have a if you have a self talk with yourself and say I'm feeling very angry right now because of X Y Z, that anger will start to to um, uh, lessen and slip away a bit. And and you can do that for any emotion. I'm feeling very nervous right now. Actually verbalize that helps you take control of that. It shifts in uh, those parts of your brain where where you can put that rational part of your brain can start to overcome the emotional, which is the, your instinctional brain that's always going to react to any environment of stress or fear. I love that. And thank you so much, Mina, for that question. Where do you see the evolution of LinkedIn, John? Look, LinkedIn is only going to continue to grow. Uh, of the social medias, right now, it's it's still the smallest one, and yet it, it's got about 850 million people actively using it. Now, these are professionals that are using it, and it is now becoming the space that people are going to. We're all on Facebook. Um, I was one of the early adopters of Facebook, and a lot of my friends and family say, you're the one that got me on Facebook. And I'm like... Now I'm, I'm, I spend virtually no time except to wish people happy birthday there. Uh, Facebook has its own space uh, and one that I don't find as helpful. We see what's happening to Twitter and unsure of where Twitter is going to go in this space because Twitter is all over the board on who could be on it and what could be happening there. And unfortunately, right now, Twitter's in a space where people are, are using it in a negative way. Instagram Which and TikTok are, are two um, big social media aspects, but again, very, very broad in what they can offer, who the audience is and everything. LinkedIn is focused. LinkedIn is about business. LinkedIn is about people in business. It's B2B, it's B2C, um, it's where professionals are hanging out, it's where people are employed, it's where people are focused. I, I tell everyone, that there's three main purposes for LinkedIn. Uh, whether you're focused on your career, building a community, or getting more clients or customers. And it can serve all three. Generally, try to focus on the one that's most important to you. But that's the purpose of LinkedIn. So if those things matter to you, that's where you should be. And for most lawyers, your clients are on LinkedIn. They're all there waiting for you. You just need to know how to do it. So, John, what are you doing to help level up LinkedIn for lawyers, my friend? Yeah, so um, so like I said, I, I create a lot of content and there's a lot of great um, creators out there. That's, that's the wonderful thing. Although the creators out there, we're still only representing 1% of people that engage with LinkedIn. So, again, it's, it's an open space for people to still get involved. So the advice that I generally have for people is number one, update your profile, <laughs> modernize your profile. There are lots of tips. You can Google what you can do to update and, and modernize your profile. You want to look at uh, adding a customized banner, which you can do through a free resource through Canva. There's templates on there. You want to update your picture. You want to make sure you have a picture on there. Uh, you want to update your headline or your byline that goes underneath your, your name. Fill out your about section. Fill out your contact section. Um, and there's also a thing called creator mode. 
um, you can activate creator mode and give yourself even more tools that you can use. So um, all of that's available. And, and the other things you can do is you can have recommendations. So we know word of mouth is one of the most powerful tools um, that you can have that will bring in clients and will help grow your practice. So LinkedIn has everything for you to provide all of that. What I, what I would want people to do is don't think of LinkedIn as your resume. It is not your, your resume. It is not your CV. It is there for you to showcase, again, what your experience and expertise is and to bring that out in a live and viable way. So um, my, my LinkedIn is Dr. John McGill. You can find me easily. If you connect with me and send me a DM, I'm more than happy to send you. I've got some free little tools um, and easy little one-pagers that can help you set up your profile. I'm happy for that. The other things that lawyers can do is, is comment. So start to find people that you find interesting, that are, are being helpful, and share your comments. Of course, um, be smart about what you share. The, the idea is to not get into wars with people, um, not to disparage anyone, uh, not to offend anyone. It's really to be, I have a, a phrase that I use all the time, ABV, always be valuable. What can you do to help educate, um, provide insights? Uh, what can you do to bring more value to people and share what you have? Um, so there's a, there's a real um, power in your ability to give, give, give as much as you can. And there's a weird corollary. The more you give, the more you also get in return without ever asking. Um, the other thing you want to do is try to connect and engage with people that you think would make great partners. That's actually how Cullen and I met. We, we um, saw each Lo other, connected, connected, sent DMs and said, hey, do you want to actually chat? And had an, an actual um, met for coffee in the city, which was, you know, pretty amazing. And all it took was for one of us to just reach out and say, hey, those opportunities are there. And the wonderful thing about how the pandemic has shifted the world from forcing people to do everything face to face and take up a lot of time, you now have those options. So we have the options of meeting online virtual, which can save people a lot of time, especially if you already have lots of things going on in your life. Um, or you've got those opportunities with people um, in your locality to actually meet them and arrange them as well. Um, so. Uh, that's what I think some of the, the main things that people can do um, without taking too much time and too much stress. You're already spending time on a social media. So I always talk to, to clients about intentionality. So bringing purpose and intentionality to what you do. And, and one of the things that I, I, I like to say is when we got social media, when everyone got on Facebook and all of those, um, no one told us how to use these tools. No one told us how to use social media. And when you don't know how to use a tool, your instinct is to use it like a toy. And the analogy that I have is if you gave a hammer to a, to a young kid, a, a five-year-old, a three-year-old, what will they do with it? They'll start playing with it. They'll flip it around. They'll throw it. They'll do. But the hammer is a tool that has a specific purpose that can accomplish things if it's used correctly. But you have to teach 
that person how to use it correctly. And then you get the benefits out of it instead of the destruction that could come when we improperly use something and, and we use it like a toy. And that's that's where we're moving is the sophistication of how we can use social media in a constructive way, how you can use it to get more meetings and more clients, grow your reputation, save money because LinkedIn is free. You're not paying for it. And it's a more effective tool for marketing and branding than paid ads. Um, you're going to save time because you don't have to spend the time going on golf courses or traveling um, whatever distances to meet people. Um, you're going to stand out from others because if there's a if there's a low number of people using it, but you're engaged, think about um, this. When you go to look at someone's profile, the person who has the blank, empty profile with a gray background and no picture or very little versus someone that has a vibrant one, who do you want to work with? Who do you want to spend your energy with and your time with? And the other thing, of course, is the referrals. I mean, that's it's a great tool for um, recommendations, referrals, and word of mouth. And it gives people, when they talk about you, they can say, look at, his, look at the profile, and you'll see what I'm talking about because there will be others providing that social proof, backing it all up. So much, so much value you're delivering on this uh, live stream there, uh, John. I cannot tell you. And we've had a few people join in. Um, I originally added it at three, but you gave away so many. What would be, someone just tunes in now, what would be your number one tip for, for lawyers on LinkedIn or indeed any professional wanting to boost their profile or um, reach on LinkedIn? What would it be, the number one? Always be valuable. I love Always that. Always look for opportunities to give and help others as much as possible. Be of service to people. Always be valuable. ABV, Mina agrees. Vibrant one, definitely. <laughs> well done. Um, and I'm going to finish with this there, Dr. John McGill. When all is said and done and you leave this mortal coil, how would you like to be remembered? Look, ideally, I'd like to be remembered as someone that has helped others to get into spaces where they normally wouldn't be. However, the, the other answer that I've, and I've thought about this um, uh, at my funeral, the thing that I want people to do is to tell stories of times that I've made them laugh. And I haven't been funny on this, but in my <laughs> but one-on-one -on -one with people, I, that's my favorite thing to do is to have a great time and have people laugh. So if, if anything I've done has brought joy or happiness to your life, that's what I want to be remembered for. Oh my goodness. And you're already doing that in spades there, John. And I hope people that engage you laugh at how much business they're getting from your fine work. Um, and they'll definitely be talking about you for years to come. I'm going to um, say goodbye to you, John. Thank you so much for coming on the stream. We'll bring you back for some bonus questions, sir. Wonderful. Thank you, Colin. Good man. And it goes without saying, please connect with John on LinkedIn. He would value a DM, value a connection. Please put in a tip, uh, a comment before you just hit that connect. Much more valuable and much more receptive. Thanks again for joining Law Live. We come Wednesday, every Wednesdays, and we will beam this to Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts later today. Bye for now, everyone.